This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You just look like you've gotten some stuff done. You know, I feel like I have. I feel like I'm almost like a whole new Greg. A whole new Greg? Yeah, Is that I like can, a whole new world, but it's, it's a whole new it's Greg? Kind of, it's a whole new Greg. I was so happy I didn't have to sing it. No, I, I instantly did that. I didn't you even did. want to do that. That was I like know. a tick that just happened. I knew no, that I could get you to do no, it. No, <laughs> I, did, I did a bunch of cleaning. I've gone running, Sarah. I'm feeling on top of the world. I found shirts I haven't worn for a while. Yes, I haven't seen that shirt. one. Oh, yeah. No, I'm representing Sasquatch for the mm, city of Portland. I have something to bring up with you about shirts that you haven't worn. Not, not even in a while, just ever. What do you mean? I mean, how come you haven't worn the shirt that I got you for your birthday? I'm, I was oh. super excited about finding that <laughs> oh. one. Oh, uh, all right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever. And however you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here out of Portland, Oregon, five days a week, right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available all over the cyberwebs, wherever podcasts Stop can saying cyberwebs. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys are fantastic, and we do. We, we really do appreciate you guys tuning in. And, um, yeah, so we've got a bunch of stuff to get to today. I was going to go off on a whole thing about how I'm feeling fantastic today, you know, getting all my I'm myself happy. together. Good. Um, I'm glad that you feel fantastic, uh, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. I'm just saying, you're talking about discovering all these things, because Greg earlier was just like, I cleaned my whole room, I found all these things <laughs> I haven't seen in a while. And you know what, I realized that I haven't seen what your birthday was 20 days ago, when I gave this to you. I bought you that awesome G.I. Joe shirt, and you've never worn it. Yeah. Why did you not? It was cool. It's like gray, and it has like right. yellow and red on it, and it was like a really neat looking shirt. All right. Uh, this is what? Awkward. Why? Right. What's awkward? Okay, behind the scenes here, of course, uh, you know, my birthday was uh, earlier this month, and uh, Sarah got me some stuff on there, and she was very nice. You know, we, we work with each other uh, five days a week here, and then, you know, we try to be nice to each other off the air sometimes. We try to. And it succeeds sometimes, sometimes it does not. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Sarah Sarah got me an extra present uh, off air. She had gone to visit uh, her parents or wherever the hell you were. and. Yeah. She came back and she's like, I went shopping. I got you something. I got you a shirt for your birthday. And she's like, I know you're going to love it. And it's, it's really awesome. And I opened it up. And um, and it was the G.I. Joe shirt that I thought you would totally <laughs> like. It had a Cobra on it. It was like a, co- it was like a Cobra Commander right. shirt. Uh, here's what I've been hoping I, this would never come up and that maybe you would forget about <gasps> did it. Did you use the shirt to clean? How come you wouldn't no. want to wear that after I like no, did all this I research? Didn't. I'm like, it's a good pop culture find. No, it wasn't that. It was here's here's the thing. Sarah presented was this it too shirt big to on me, you? And she no, it was not too big on me. Okay. She presented me this shirt, and she's like, "It's a GI Joe shirt," which of course, as a kid, I loved GI Joe, and uh, you know, and, and Cobra and Cobra Commander and all that stuff, and um, and I probably would wear that shirt. But here's what I haven't told you actually yet. What? So the shirt that you actually did the dog eat it or something? No, nothing happened to the shirt. The shirt is there at my house. Um, the shirt that you got me wasn't actually a, a co- uh, wasn't a GI Joe shirt. I don't know if. What do you I mean it wasn't didn't... a GI Joe shirt? It was around all these like other things that uh, they're all like pop culture things. Like, oh, here's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt, and here's like a <laughs> another thing. No, and I wonder where you were buying that. But um, no, here's the thing: the shirt that you got me, it does have a cobra on it, but it's not a GI Joe shirt. Yes, it is. It's, no, it's. What are you? What? It had a big cobra on it. Yes, but and I was like, "Oh, that's the cobra commander thing." No, from GI Joe. No, um, what you actually got me was it was a Shelby Mustang shirt. What is that? Shelby Cobra Mustang. <laughs> what so is what that? you bought me was a sh- it was a car shirt, and so it's not. Uh, if you if you're in the live chat right now, you'll see there's a cobra. That's a GI Joe cobra logo. The logo you got me is the logo for the Shelby. Thought- Cobra Mustang, and it's a little bit different than G.I. Joe. So, it, it's a car logo. Now, here's the thing. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, it was a very nice present. I really didn't want to like hurt your feelings by bringing this up. But, um, 
It's a very cool logo. You're right. It's a very cool logo that you got. I me. saw that. And I thought maybe it was like the updated version of GI Joe. It's not GI Joe. Seriously, and you didn't tell me. It's not GI. I've been wondering why you didn't wear this shirt that I bought you. I spent my hard-earned money on. No, and I know, and it was so nice. And what was, what was I supposed to say? It's one of those things where you get a present, and like I didn't want to admit to you that. Why it would wasn't you not it? wear that if it's a? It's, what I'm is the sorry. Cobra? The what the must the Cobra Mustang? Is that it's, what it's called? Yes, it, Ford Mustang. It's it's a it's a vehicle. It's a car logo. Which it's still a cool logo. I well, then why that, won't you wear it? It was a cool-looking shirt. Okay, here's the thing. I will tell you why I haven't worn this. It is, and and I will end up wearing it. But here's the deal: it's a car logo. So I am not a car person. As far as I don't, uh, I've talked about this before. I'm not, I'm not really into cars. I know a lot of guys are. I'm kind of the worst guy ever when it comes to that. I know nothing about cars. I'm not really excited about uh, about them. Like I don't, uh, I don't know anything about cars, which uh, still reminds me, I need to write back uh, one of our fine listeners who was going to help me out with a with an oil leak, um, and. And I'm not, I'm just not one of the car guys. Now, if I wear that shirt, here's what I'm, what I fear would happen. If I wear a Shelby You fear? Mustang, what do you mean fear? I already bought this for you. The tag, are, are the tags off? I clearly can't return it. You're going to wear it regardless. I will end up wearing it, but here's the problem though. If I wear this shirt out, I am going to be approached by every guy who's a car guy. Who has Mustangs? All right, I found that a picture like of somebody who would end up wearing those kinds of shirts. And I found a picture of the to, shirt, and I posted. This in the is chat. my complete fear. Yes, there's there's the shirt, and then if you're in the live chat, we'll post a picture of this at uh, funemploymentradio.com for this episode too. Here's the problem: since I'm not a see where it says Shelby right. Well, I didn't there. know that that's a car <laughs> brand. I thought maybe it was <laughs> like the the person who made the the logo. It is. Or it's something. a very cool shirt, and I will wear it. But I, here's in no the way there is there anything that says that it's a car. Here's the problem. If I wear this shirt out, people who are car guys, and I know a lot of car dudes, they will assume that I know about cars and that I know about the Shelby Mustang and that they're going to start asking me questions about it. And I'm not going to know a damn thing. They're going to be like, oh, man, you have one? Well, let me tell you all about mine. That's I've not got this my and, responsibility. If I gave you, you know, a present, you should have been researching I've these got, Shelby Cobra things of, know, and non, known everything there is to know about them. I've got a 19-cylinder laser injection uh, radioscope on mine that I put in. What do you got on yours, bro? What, where'd you put yours in? And I'm not going to have any idea what they're talking about, and I'm not going to have any answer, and I'm going to look like an idiot. And this is what I'm afraid of. This is why I'm afraid of wearing that shirt out. Even though it is a very cool shirt, and it's very, I appreciate it so much that you bought it. You appreciate it and so much that you've just hidden it and you've never worn it. Um, mainly, yeah, how that's many people the do you think are buying Shelby Cobra shirts and actually own them? I don't know. Nobody owns them. It's a cool looking shirt. But I know nothing about. Nobody them. looks at you and be like, "Oh, he must own a Shelby Cobra." I'm sure they're expensive. Are they expensive? Uh, yes, they are very expensive. I, yeah, I'm have sorry, a Greg. I don't mean to like take a take away from anything no. from you, but I don't think anyone's going to look at you and say like, "Oh man, that guy must be an owner of a sweet Shelby Cobra." No, but either way, it's going to be like I'm a fan of it. As far as like I know, sure, I would like to drive one, but I know nothing about them. I'm not a fan of them. It's here's here's an example. Let me let me give you kind of an analogy to this. It would be like purchasing. Um, you, if you, if you go somewhere and you see a bunch of band shirts and you see a logo on a band that you really like, but you know nothing oh. about the band and then wearing that shirt out and then having people be like, Oh dude, yeah, I'm totally a fan of, uh, of, uh, Rush or Blink 182 or I don't know, some band. And, yeah. and then I would have to pretend like I know about that because I, I'm obviously wearing the shirt. I must be a fan. I obviously clearly would be a fan of it and I would know nothing about it. It's kind of akin to that. Like buying something just because the logo looks cool. Or like, oh man, I like the Yankees logo. I'm going to get a Yankee shirt because it's a cool logo. And then what do you have to say? It's like you don't have to over explain. You can be like, I like the Yankees. They are from New York. They play baseball. Yankees. Yay, Yankees. That's yes. all you have to do. Okay, well, that, that doesn't I remember really this, work is out. Like, this is like that 22 year old girl that I worked with that wore the Nirvana shirt. And she's just like, oh, yeah, I don't really know who they are, but I heard that they were a cool band from the 90s. I'm like, oh, my God. See, exactly. That's how I'm going to be. I would be the 37-year-old guy. Oh, yeah, that's a cool logo. I know what a car is. Wow, that's a sweet-looking car. They are. They're badass cars. Sure, I would love to own one. I don't own one, and I don't know anything about how they work. So I don't, I don't know about cars. Greg, to wear a goddamn T-shirt that someone bought you for a present doesn't mean that you have to know the intricacies of how the vehicle works. But that's no. But that's what's going to happen though. Is every these dudes are going to ask me like dude bros, and they're going to ask me about the cars and, and people who know about cars. Which more power to them. I'm God bless you all because you helped me out. Um, but I don't. 
and I would just feel like a complete phony when they come up to me and start asking me about these things. See, and Mr. I'm going to get caught, and then I'm just going to look like an idiot. See, I don't understand why then you just don't use me as an excuse, because there are so many ways to get out of this. As Mr. Jenkins writing in the chat, it's his, he said, Greg, just say, oh, I don't know cars. My friend thinks it's a G.I. Joe logo, and I didn't want to make her feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> or just say, simply, like someone saying, or just saying, thanks, it was a gift. It was a gift. Seriously, how hard is that? I can do that, but I'm That's already... Like the, that is the uh, never-fail cop-out. I am already self-conscious enough as a, uh, as a guy. I already don't know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm so self-conscious about it when other guys... Because I'm not... All right, well, you you have to... let me get to the bottom of it. Let me explain this. <laughs> okay. All right? Wow, there's a deeper issue there's here, There's a I'm deeper saying. issue than this, all right? I like camping. I like doing like guy stuff. Like, I'm a man. I'm and a so man. you didn't say that in the right time. I'm a man. Uh-huh. And I know about a lot of, you know, some dude stuff, but what I don't know, and I've never known, and I'll be honest, I've never had an interest in it, and this is kind of a taboo thing to say, especially when you grow up in, like, rural Oregon, I don't have an interest in cars. I just don't have an interest in learning about how they work. I, it's just not my thing. Like, I, more power to everybody else who is into it. That's great. But I'm not, and I've always felt kind of self-conscious about this because I know a lot of people that, like, that I grew up with that were really into cars, and they would have these long conversations about the you know uh, spectrometer uh, laser injection cylinders of the are those car fuses or car speak? I don't know. Of uh, you know the 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 box. See uh, how come you can cameo. be so honest here and just say you don't know, but in life you you aren't comfortable saying because that. because of the fact I would have to explain <laughs> that basically I'm saying I'm not a man. I don't know about these things, and that's how I that's how I feel. I'm not saying other people are saying that. This is my issue. This is my self conscious issue, and because of that, I'm afraid of wearing this out because basically I'm calling myself out as you know I'm uh, I don't know these things. I'm not uh, I'm not knowledgeable in these things, and that's why. I'm afraid to wear this shirt out because I'm going to get called out on this and I'm not going to feel I'm going to feel so self-conscious about it. Well, I as I was just making fun of that 22-year-old girl who was like, I don't know who Nirvana is. I do remember when I was younger. See, now you understand. No, I do remember when I was younger how like I would like there were cool bands that I knew that like a lot of my friends liked, but I didn't really I wasn't really familiar with them. So I would have to I would go and be a total fucking nerd and do like research. I would get like music magazines and do everything I could just so I could wear like a t-shirt with the band's name on it because I wouldn't like quite listen to them. This is when I was like... What, but other people thought they were cool Yeah, or like 16... Or, no, I wasn't even 22. It was, I was younger than that. I was like what 16 was, or 17. What, like what was one of the bands um, that you pretend to know? Did you ever own a Metallica shirt and not know what Metallica was? No, no. I can't, re- I can't recall a specific one, but I re- that's always been a thing, honestly, now that you're talking about this. Mm-hmm. That's been a thing that I'm very gun-shy as well. I will not wear anything on my clothing uh-huh. unless I feel like I can fully 100% back it and represent it. Yeah. Because you don't know who's going to bring it up. Like, if you're wearing some obscure band. Like, if I see someone with a random shirt, like they're, um, I don't know, like they have a Midlake shirt on, uh, which is a band. Like, I have no idea what Yeah, exactly. Like a, a band that I like that, not a, that um, you know, weren't very popular. Is that but, like uh, the Decemberist or something? Is that like they uh, were, they were, there were some is that, harmonies. Is that like arcade there were some harmonies. For but I mean, if I saw someone, for cutie. I would be excited if I saw someone with like a mid leg shirt on. I'd be like, "Holy shit!" Do they, uh, do they cry a lot? Do they whine when they shut sing? up? But I'd be like, "Oh, Trials of Van Panther. Isn't that a great album?" And that there's like, "Oh, I don't know. I just I thought this was a cool looking shirt." Then I'd be kind of sad. It's like I never wear anything unless I have at least a couple of well, points to talk about. Then now Which you all understand. you have to do is look up a couple of things about the car, or right. use me and say, "Oh, yeah, my friend didn't understand that this wasn't a GI Joe." shirt. Haha, <laughs> isn't she funny? Cool shirt, though. Right. But no matter what, though, even if I give that excuse, it's going to be like, yeah, but, you know, you like Mustangs, right? No, nobody's going to understand that, and either way, I'm going to come off looking bad. Why don't you do this? Will you look me up some Shelby Cobra Mustang facts? Yes. Do we have some of that? Maybe I can Maybe I can work this in so I can try to wear this. I'll at least Shelby. have, like, some base talking points. Because, I, and I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just flat out saying this, so everybody knows now. Um, if they're, if, like, uh, I'm around some dudes and, like, car, people talking about cars comes up... I will try to avoid the conversation and I'll try to like worm my way out of it and like not say anything or say just enough to get by and then get myself out of the conversation so that I don't have to show my hand of the fact that I know nothing about cars at all. I know nothing. I I am um, I basically you could ask me about makeup and I would know only slightly more about cars than makeup. That's that's the that's where my knowledge is. That far down. It's pretty far down. I know what's gone wrong on my car. I know when when a clutch is bad. I know when an alternator is bad. I know when a battery is bad. Um, and I know how to change, like, the light bulbs on my taillights. I got that stuff down. 
I'm doing pretty good at that. Uh, that's that's about the extent of my knowledge. That's probably about where it runs out. Is right about there. I can't even change out a stereo in a car. I've tried doing that before on my own, and I still failed at that. I could never get the speakers on the right side to work. So this is what I'm saying. You've tapped into something like uh, like barely below, barely below uh, like uh, my conscious level of of where this is really something that is absolutely um, it's it's horrifying to me. I don't want to admit this to people, but now I've just put it out there. I'm not a car guy. I feel like less of a man because of it. And I don't know if that's right or wrong. It's probably wrong. I love how be. like you're just going crazy about this right now. It shouldn't be. I shouldn't feel like less of a man for this. But yet, somehow, I sometimes I do in certain company, especially, you know, around people who know lots about them. Like, uh, <laughs> like my buddy Gavin. Uh, Gavin, who I've known since I was five, he is he knows everything about cars. He's had a couple of different Mustangs. He knows how to rebuild them. He knows everything about the car. And even my buddy Nate, too. Like, to, like two, two of my best friends I grew up with, they could talk about cars forever. I'm just like a third wheel sitting there with a blank stare like, oh, yeah. Wow, that yeah, must make you feel less trans- manny. Transmissions, man, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's, you know, there's automatic ones, then there's manual ones. You know, there's that. And then there's, you know, and then you got different gears. You can put it in different gears, depending on how fast you're going. You know, you don't, you don't put it in first when you're going 60. I mean, everybody, everybody knows that. And then there's e-brakes. And, uh, you know, there's turn signals and stuff. All right, I did find some Shelby Cobra <laughs> car facts, if you All want right, to know please, some of them. Please. Uh, so here's the first one. Um, the Shelby Cobra hit its pop culture <laughs> status mark. Well, All right. Carrie in the chat, for a long time, listeners of Fun Employment Radio and the previous show we were on, the Rick Emerson Show, uh, Carrie said, Greg is to cars like Rick Emerson is to sports. Kind of. That is the best <laughs> description I, I think like I've cars. ever heard. I just know nothing about them. Okay, please go ahead. All right, so the Shelby Cobra hit its pop culture mark uh, early on when sing- uh, songwriter Carol Connor wrote the song Hey Little Cobra in 1964 after she purchased her own uh, Shelby Cobra. So who wrote that song? Uh, Carol Connor. So, right, that's that's one fact I'll bring up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, why don't you walk up to me? All like right, no, the song, the song was recorded by the Rip Chords, two studio mu- musicians and surfers who, along with the Beach Boys, helped establish the California sound of the 60s. So you could basically say, oh, okay, the yeah, Shelby why Cobra. Why don't we try this out? Let's see how manly I think. Walk up and, and say something about my shirt. You're one of those guys like, hey, man, I like Cobra, Shelby Cobra, too. This but, is what you're saying to me? Or no, I'm you're saying it to, it to me. Hey, man, Shelby Cobra is one of my favorite one of my favorite rides, yo. Do you what? Do you know any facts about it? <laughs> That's not how a dude would say that. <laughs> no, that's not okay. Walk up and ask like, what kind of transmission do you have in your Shelby Cobra? <sighs> hey man, what kind of transmission do you have in your Shelby Cobra? Oh man, it's a real good one, man. Do you know about? Did you know that Shelby Cobra? Uh, Carol Connor wrote a song. Her her number one hit. Uh, what do you like about Cobras? Was about her Shelby Cobra she bought. And it was originally recorded by the Rip Chords. Yeah, that's not going to work out okay. too good for me. Well, how about this one? This is this has an Elvis reference, so okay. you could they, like <laughs> if dudes like cars, they like Elvis too, right? I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think those have to go hand in hand. But okay. Greg Elvis Presley drove a 1965 Cobra in the movie Spin Out. Hey, you know uh, Elvis? Okay, ask me again. Like, uh, hey, uh, what's your th- favorite thing about your? Shelby Cobra. What's what's your favorite thing about your Shelby Cobra? Oh man, I mean, I like a lot about it. Did you know that Elvis, though, in 1965, drove a Shelby Cobra in uh, one of his his uh, movies. Man, that's just badass. I mean, no, nothing more manly than Elvis, right, bro? No, that's no, that's not gonna work. Okay, uh, let's see. So apparently, Bill Cosby <laughs> Cammy also. Cammy, <laughs> female in the chat says, try backing off using the full name. Dudes just call it a Cobra. All right. All right. See, there's so a lesson I've See, there you go. You're learning things. So you call it the Cobra. Uh, you know that Bill Cosby actually owned a Cobra. <laughs> and uh, Ford Mustang Shelby Cobra. All right. So uh, Cosby apparently. Ooh, this is a good. This is a good fact. Okay. Bill Cosby apparently it was gifted to him, but he apparently returned it to the person that gave it to him after um, because its speed was too much of an issue because it went too fast for him. Oh uh, yeah, man. I, I mean, I love my Cobra. You know, I, I ain't no Bill Cosby. But you know that Bill, say that. You know that Bill Cosby's a pussy, man. He would he couldn't even handle the Cobra. He had to return it. He even got a free one, man, because it was too fast for him. Yeah, I don't. And uh, also, I probably shouldn't call Bill Cosby a pussy. You know, in uh, let's see, here's another one. In 2007. A Cobra Super Snake. A, a Shelly Cobra Super Snake. Oh, I didn't even know there were other kinds That's of them. awesome. All right. Shelby Cobra 427 Super Snake made history in 2007 when it fetched $5.5 million at an auction, a world record price for an American-made car. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I love my cobra. I sure would love one of them super snakes, though. But, you know, I don't have five and a half million dollars laying around. You know, that's what it got in the auction. All right. That might, that might be something I could. Yeah. I think you could. Yeah, but then they'll ask about the super snake. <laughs> is, is that real? Is that the real name? It's super called a snake. super snake? Yeah, it's the, let's see, it's the 427 super snake. Okay, here's something basic. 1966 Shelby Cobra 427 super snake. Okay, here's a Here, basic a question, though. Let, let, me, let me explain this. So in, in the chat, uh, Mr. Janky said, question for Greg. And these are the kind of questions I fear. What year is your Cobra, bro? 1966. 1966 when, when Shelby Cobra 427 super snake. Uh, no, but I don't own a super snake. I can't say that. That's a five Should and a half we look up car? like the cheapest oh, Shelby Cobra? That's helping me in any way, shape, or form with Should this. We look up like the cheapest one. Like one, I, <sighs> should I look on Craigslist to see if there's one on there? You're making this worse. You're making this worse for me. Well, I'm sorry if you would have just worn the damn shirt, then we would have never had this problem to begin with. <sighs> oh, there are people selling some Shelby Cobras in Portland. I'm looking at this now. Greg, you can get a 1965 Shelby Cobra for a meager. $39,000. Right, I've got that laying around. Or 1965 Shel- Shelby Cobra Roadster uh, for only 60000 Right. <laughs> right. I'm just saying there's a... There, um, <laughs> there All right, and finally, there's one more fact. All right. There's one more fact. So the 50th anniversary of the Shelby Cobra, uh, it doesn't say when it was, but apparently for their 50th anniversary, Shelby Cobra made 50 new cars. For their 50th anniversary, and they all sold out in less than 48 hours. Oh, in 2011, 2011, it was the 50th anniversary of the Shelby Cobra. That's something. Yeah, these are these are just like facts I could rattle off. Like I don't know if they like. Well, I mean, isn't that trivia. what you were looking for? Was facts? No, but I want to know about the car. Like, what's a what what kind of cylinders does it have? What's its uh, laser spectroscope looking like under the hood? What's it What's it running on? Like you what's would understand that. I don't know. What's What's the what What kind of tires? You know what's the what's the rev ratio? Uh, uh, none of these things. I have any idea what I'm talking about. Well, these uh, ones that were especially uh, released for the 50th anniversary were painted in. Oh, they even do you know there's a paint named after the Shelby called Shelby Black. It's a specialized paint. Okay, that'd be something good to know. Mm-hmm. I should have that in the back of my knowledge. Yeah, I mean it's a great shirt. I wish it was in Shelby Black though. You know what I'm saying? You're such a douchebag! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, I think the bottom line is you can't pretend like you own this one of them. This is what I'm this talking is just about. The most embarrassing. This is why ever. the simplest thing of you buying me a shirt for my birthday of of a cool logo that you found, although you did think it was Cobra Commander. Uh, that uh, isn't there another one like my... Cobra Kai? <laughs> I was like, because I, I was with my mom. I was visiting, and my mom and I are like the blind leading the blind when it comes to GI Joe stuff. I'm like, oh hey, this is this one's on sale. I think that's a GI Joe. She's like, is that the GI? Is that GI Joe? I'm like, oh, that's totally GI Joe. I mean, there's like a, there's like a He-Man thing over here that has to be GI Joe. Okay, Co- Cobra Kai is. I'm like, from- it's either Cobra Commander or Cobra Kai or something. Cobra Cobra Kai is from Karate Kid. That was the opposing dojo. Well, see, I could have. Oh. So I Cobra Kai shirt would be awesome though too. But no, it's Cobra Shield. Be I mean, I would Shelby be able to Cobra. talk about a Cobra Kai or or Cobra Commander most certainly. Um... But yeah, the Shelby Cobra. I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm talking well, about. Well, I to it. tried, and apparently that I know wasn't you good did. Enough. I know you did. Although, then again, um, I always wonder though if I would seem like too. Am I too old to be wearing a Cobra Commander shirt? I don't know. Joe shirt. Okay. No, not, right. I wear my Gem shirt constantly, and I'm 33. I mean, you are significantly older than right. me, but I mean, significantly. Yeah. Right. But I'm pretty sure that you could still get away with it. Okay. Of All course. Right. Why would you not be? Why would you not wear it? I always now you're questioning. You wear kooky shirts all the time. You wear your come and go shirt. Uh, I do wear that sometimes. That's because yeah. come and go is a fantastic. Uh, to explain that, it's K U M and go, and they are a series of uh, like mini mart, like almost truck stops. All right, so Greg, don't even act like you're above kooky shenanigan shirts. What was your Obama one that you just bought? <laughs> I do have a shirt that. Uh, Points to my uh, biceps. It has arrows that point to it, and it says Obama can't take these guns. I do have that. Yes, no. but you're way too mature for a for a GI Joe shirt. Well, I'm sorry. no, I just want to make sure because I'm also a little bit self conscious because Kenny posted something on uh, on the page. You were in a section with adult He Man shirts. Um, yeah, I'm not going to tell you where I got it though. They had He-Man shirts. No, they didn't have... I was thinking about it. It wasn't He-Man shirts. It was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it was like a Superman and Batman. Okay. And then I was really excited when I saw the what I thought was the 
G.I. Joe shirts. I remember you saying that you like G.I. Joes. Okay. All right. Um, there, uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny B., of course, the wonderful booker of Fun Employment Radio who gets us all of our wonderful guests, decided to post something on my page today about an article. Actually, I believe it's some from some kind of a podcast, another podcast, where they are talking about how adults are now trying to save money by buying sh- adult men are buying shirts from the children's section, buying it from the boys' section, buying extra larges instead of smalls or mediums, which I can generally fit into a smaller medium. And so I would, it would be me going to buy shirts from the kids' section. Is this shirt from a kids' section? <sighs> You don't know, do you? I don't Is know. Is it from a kid's section? The Okay, the store that I got it... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The store that I got it at, like the men's section and the, and the junior sir section, were kind of mushed together. So, I mean, it might be a... So you bought me... This could be a kid's shirt. It might be. Okay. But, I mean, it doesn't matter if it is or not. I mean, nobody can tell. I mean, men, men wear shirts that look like boys' shirts all the time. This is true. You have a point. But there's something about that, though, where I don't think I would want people to know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say I haven't ever looked in the boys' section we've because I'm We've talked about that small. on the show before, Greg, how we've been like rif- like feeling weird that we we're going through the kids' section. No, that's you. I've never admitted that. I never said I did that. I can guarantee you I did not say that, but since we're admitting my shame that I'm already not a man because I know nothing about cars, I also... I have I have looked through the boys' section. There's nothing. There's no creepier feeling than being in the boys' section clothing at a store by yourself as an adult Greg's man. getting flustered. He's not even able to put words into the proper as sentence As an adult man right without now. children going into the uh, boys' section at, a, uh, at any kind of a clothing store, yes, there is something inherently creepy about it, but sometimes... The, Sometimes they have better clothes. People can't tell that you don't have a kid. Like there isn't some like sign on your oh, head they can that tell. I don't think they can I tell. I feel like Greg. everybody can tell. No, there's so many people that have children that shouldn't that don't look like parents so that are I'm, probably in the section by themselves anyway. So when I'm in there rummaging around like sweating profusely because I'm nervous that I'm in there. And All right. Then, like, well, no, don't sweat <laughs> like, in the. Ch- that just like, makes you feverishly weird. looking through the clothes and like don't feverishly trying look to hurry and get out of there and then like looking around to make sure nobody's looking at me. That doesn't look odd. Oh, Carrie's saying maybe you could be buying it for a nephew. That's true. I bought my friends like baby clothes so for their little ones. So I'll just do that when I'm in the. Children. I'm just, just buying it for a nephew. I'm just buying it for don't a nephew. Don't do the over-explaining thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm buying some clothes for my nephew. It's his birthday coming up. Yeah, he likes these kind of clothes. Uh, but uh, you have one uh, like an extra large. It'd probably be probably he's about my size. Big kid. Yeah, yeah. Buying it for my nephew. I'll just do that every time now that when I'm in the boys section at a clothing store. It sounds like around. you're there constantly when you're saying every time you're there. <laughs> Buying it for my nephew, dude. Nope, not me. Yeah, hey, ma'am. Yep. Yeah, boy. Boys, they grow up so fast, am I right? Huh? That's Everything you're saying sounds so wrong. That's how I feel when I'm in that section. And I sweat Don't a lot. talk to strangers as you're sweaty saying, they grow up so fast, don't they? <laughs> they sure get, they get old pretty quick. Uh, mm. Yep, buying it for my nephew. What, was the, what were those noises you just made? <laughs> I was being uh, nervous. Mm, <laughs> I was yeah, being grow nervous. Up so fast. Mm. I was being nervous because here's the thing: when I'm in there, I always feel like there's always the lady with her, with her, the mom with her kids, and I feel like she's always glaring at me, like I'm some kind of an evil presence around around her. Why are you making on- eye contact and with people? If I'm in a section, no, I'm actively trying not to, but then I have to glance over to see if they're looking at me. Why? Because I want to know if they're looking at me. Because then if they're going to think I'm some kind of weirdo over there, like I don't, know, I'm thinking I'm a weirdo. So so, so then that makes me nervous, and then I start sweating more, and then I try to rifle through them really quick, but now I'm just going to yell out, I'm buying it for my nephew. Like, I won't even say anything. There's, when they walk up, that's the problem. I'm going to end up blurting this out. They'll walk up, I'll be sweating, rifling through these clothes really quick. I'm buying it for my nephew! And then I'll, and then, and then go on. That won't seem odd. That won't seem odd at all. <sighs> I'm an adult child. Let's step away from this. Okay. Sasquatch is saying, reassure everyone you're not a child molester. Very loudly. (laughs) I ain't no better ass. Wow. That'll go well for me. Best of luck with that. Thanks.
Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. Oh, speaking of children, I'll just transition to this one. See, not all parents are responsible, Greg. And this story is why. This woman's name is Misty Ann. Misty Ann. Misty Ann. Misty with an eye. Misty Ann Lee, 38 years old, was arrested after allegedly stealing a vibrator from a gift shop by hiding it inside of the stroller that she was pushing with her child That's inside of it. Not where I expected that to go. Mm-hmm. All right. I told you, those, you know, people, kids with, you know, the parents with the strollers, they could just put all kinds of shit in there. Oh, yeah. They can just steal, steal, steal. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying so this did. So uh, she went to Spencer's. Of course, Spencer's, the mark of quality. A Spencer's Shopping gift at Spencer's shop. Spencer's with her kid. Yes, when she was pushing her the, her kid in the stroller. Spencer's sells vibrators? Yeah, they have a. Yeah. Really? They have like the whole like like weird sex toy section in the back that you ch- that you should always avoid because there are always a whole bunch of weird ass motherfuckers back there. Who buys sex toys at Spencer's? Apparently nobody because Misty Ann Lee stole it, didn't buy it. So uh, Misty Ann Lee went into Spencer's stroller and tow and picked up a vibrator from the Spen- they call it the Spencer's Love Unit. <laughs> uh, the store manager told police that she watched Lee throw the vibrator into the stroller. Uh, when the manager confronted Lee, uh, Lee allegedly claimed she had no idea what she was talking about, uh, left the store, but then came back a few minutes later to do some more shopping, and that's when the manager uh, called the police and pulled the vibrator out of the stroller. Uh, the manager called the cops, and Misty Ann Lee was arrested. She came back after she, she, came made, back. she made a clean getaway? She made a clean be- getaway. I think she was trying to cover up her tracks. Like, even more. To be like, look, no, I haven't done anything wrong. I'll even walk back in here. What are you going to do? I have a baby. I have a baby. Yeah. Don't touch my baby. Hiding a vibrator in her baby's stroller. Oh, that's probably why, because she hid it behind the baby. So it's just like, don't you touch my baby. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything in there. What are you doing? Don't touch my baby. Is that something, I've I've asked this before in the show, is that something that um, mothers will do with, like, their their babies and their strollers? I bet it happens more often than anything. No, I think we've speculated about this. I bet there's so many, like, there could be people just, and gentlemen, it's not always just the ladies that are pushing the strollers. You can just fill that sucker because everyone's going to be like, oh, I just bought something and the security tag went off. That's why it's uh, setting the alarm off. Don't touch my baby. Mm-hmm. I had friends, never mind, I'm not going to tell people how to steal stuff. No. Okay. Um, next up, making national news we are to Hillsboro, Oregon. Oh. And my, not we, I'm not a we in Hillsboro, but in Oregon. Okay. There's mischief afoot in a Hillsborough neighborhood. They call it suburban Portland neighborhood. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. There's mischief. It's a suburb of Portland. There's mischief afoot in one suburban Portland neighborhood, but police say it doesn't involve spray paint or broken windows. No, in fact. Well, it's not a neighborhood; it's a city. But yeah, it's a suburb of Portland. Sorry, okay, I'm, I'm fixated. On All that right, issue. let's let's just let that go. We pass that. Okay. Yes, we're past that. Uh, no, in fact, these vandals in Hillsborough, Oregon, aren't attacking residences or cars with the spray paint. They are throwing pastries at cars and other vehicles. Yes, they're. Um, so apparently, there have been these vandals in Hillsboro. They're smearing maple bars on cars, uh, putting donuts on windshield wipers, and throwing pastries in people's yards. This has been going on for six weeks in Hillsboro. All right. Uh, I don't. I, These I are random attacks, it. or yeah. So this started happening. Uh, let's see. So this has been happening for about a month and a half. Um, so a woman finally called the police on July 11th, saying that she's seen more than a dozen incidents of food smeared on cars, uh, not just pastries, but yogurt and cake and eggs as well. What? So not only pastries, but things to make pastries. All right. So another woman, actually, so after this first woman alerted the police on July 11th, on July 12th, another woman called the police saying that her vehicle had been hit six times by different pastry foods, twice with a maple bar, once with a cinnamon donut, once with pink yogurt, once with bread soaked in a white slimy liquid, and once with red potato salad. Okay, if your particular car is getting hit this many times, wouldn't you start to think maybe this is a little bit personal? Maybe. Like a personal attack? A personal pastry attack? Yeah. Well, this has been going on in the Northeast Hillsborough neighborhood for six weeks. Uh, police think the victims of the late-night vandalism are being chosen at random, and kids are likely behind it. So, uh, Where are they getting all the pastries? I don't know. 
But apparently- Where are these kids getting the pastries these days? <laughs> Who's responsible? I know, as Keelan succinctly puts it, that's a fucking donut on a car. Like, really, it's not that... There's a donut on this the car. This is the big crime in Hillsborough. I had someone spray paint a giant red A and made me look like an adulterer for, like, two weeks as I had to drive around with that on my car. Right. This is a donut. Yeah, but people... Okay, let's get this clear. Portland is not a giant city full of real city crime for the most part. I mean, it does happen. Don't get me wrong. That stuff does happen. But it's not like we live in South Central LA. However, for a lot of people in the suburbs around Portland, that's how they view Portland. Portland might as well be South Central LA to them because this is their idea of crime, is donuts being smeared mm-hmm. on their cars. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is the crime wave. Shockwave and the Jets pointing out they could be getting them from a bakery dumpster. Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I remember when I worked at coffee shops. Smearing donuts. I mean, honestly, I could maybe see myself doing something like that. Now? We used to, well, I mean, what we used to do to cars when I was, when I was a kid, so we would, um, well, I've talked about this before, we would get like the snap and pop things, the little, little uh, like whippersnapper fireworks. Oh, yeah. The, the little the white things. Or yeah, and you throw them and then they pop. And we'd get a whole bunch of them and layer them all over the road in front of the house. So when a car would drive by, they'd just hear this, pop, 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 pop. And then they'd slam on their brakes and try to figure out what's going on. And oh God, that was the extent of my messing with cars. You're a horrible human being. Horrible. I've never seen my dad angrier than when uh, my dad doesn't get angry. But I remember when I was a kid, this was like ingrained in my mind. We're driving through Woodburn and some little kids like ran out from the side of the road and threw walnuts at the car. I have never seen him that angry, ever in my life. Never since then, never before. Yeah, your dad's just like this mellow dude. Totally. But do not throw something at his car, apparently. That was the lesson that I learned. Because he immediately flipped a U-turn and, like, gunned it and, like, chased him down and yelled at them. Don't throw walnuts at his car. (laughs) Don't throw walnuts at Greg's dad's car. No, don't do Uh, that. So I have an update. Of course, do we remember the lovely Sadie Bell from yesterday? What did Sadie Bell do again? Please remind me. You remember what Sadie Bell did. She shot the man for performing unsatisfactorily That's in the bedroom. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, Sadie Bell from Southfield, Michigan. So there's some new... So I have, I have more of a timeline today, and there's some updates about Sadie Bell and a little bit more information. So, of course, uh, Sadie Bell from Southfield, Ameri- uh, Michigan, who was convicted of shooting her lover over a suspected affair, could be released. So, of course, she was getting released on bond. However, she wasn't able to... Um, as of this point. But now they're saying that she might, in fact, be let loose in Southfield, Michigan again. So Sadie Bell, 58 years old, admitted that she shot Edward Lee in the stomach. So this all happened. It's coming out in the news now, but it happened last year. But now the specific reason as to why she shot him is quoted. And it says because he, quote, wasn't producing enough ejaculate. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, and Sadie Bell talking oh, to... I'm not, I don't even think I want to touch that one. So, Prosecutor Paul Walton explains uh, Walton explains about his talk with Sadie Bell. Uh, he says, she stated that she knew he was having an affair, even though they were having an affair together, because he wasn't producing enough ejaculate. She also said to Science, the... Science, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she also said to the police some very graphic things about how she expected him to perform. He was a cheap date. Um, and she expected him to be able to do what he promised. And she said that she was pissed off, so she shot him. And that was exactly what she said. <laughs> wow. Wow. So this lady just seems to be getting away with everything. So, uh, yeah, so more details, she's too. So she sure shot her. getting a bunch of dudes. Well, no wonder she's getting a bunch of dudes. Like, like yeah, you let me do that? All right. Except for if they don't want to. Oh, yeah, that's true. Fine. Next up, an Australian man. I'm sorry, I'm I'm still stuck. That is so disturbing. If you have not seen what uh, Miss Sadie Bell looks like, go ahead and Google her image wherever you are, um, and you'll you'll see what we're talking about. Sadie Bell is terrifying looking. Oh, yes. An Australian man has decided to remortgage his home in his quest for a bigger penis. (laughs) <laughs> a 32-year-old man has already coughed up more than $45,000 for a surgery that he had done a couple years ago that not only failed to make his manhood larger, but in fact left him even smaller. Oh. Now he's going under the knife yet was again. This, was this like a back room? Was this in a hotel somewhere? No, no, no. He like, actually, dude, he's totally spending this. 
I'll totally make your dong bigger. No, so they for put some, in like an eraser in it or something. For some reason, the the first surgery went horribly awry for forty five thousand dollars. So it left him with an even smaller penis. Now he's undergoing the knife again for a more serious surgery that'll set him back another fifty thousand dollars. Wouldn't is, you learn your lesson the first time? And by the way, who who did he go for this surgery that where they made it smaller? Well, he's in Australia. I don't know. It's a, he went somewhere in Australia for it. So uh, this guy, he's going by the the name Mike which is not his real name, has what I didn't know was a real thing. He has a micro-penis. All right. Well, I mean, in that case, I feel really, I feel bad for him because that's probably given him some trouble in his life. It has. I'll, I'll let you know a little bit about Mike, not his real name's troubles in his life. But at the same time, who did he pay forty-five grand to that ended up making it smaller? That's really where he should focus his... I don't know. Mike's upping the ante by remortgaging his own home to get it even, his micro-penis bigger. Uh, so his micro penis is less than seven centimeters long when it's fully erect. Sarah is actually holding up her hands right now. Her, her. Uh, what is that like? Thumb, that her pointer finger and thumb, trying to measure out exactly what seven centimeters would be. But Mike says it's not just vanity that's prompting his surgery. It's his confidence. He suffers from low self-esteem because of his micropenis. Mike said, going through school, it became more and more evident that other boys thought I was an easy target. I never played football. Uh, Going in for a shower with groups of men didn't happen for me because of his micropenis. He said, it's difficult to have a conversation that doesn't descend into smut, and there aren't a lot of people I can talk to about it. I don't bother explaining it to most people or bringing it up. He says, we put too too much pressure on men on the size of their penises. So his first round of surgery involved lengthening and widening, which was not successful. So he's going to try and do this again. He's going, he's remortgaging his house for this. To try and get to see if this one is going to be successful. Why isn't he going after these people that promised him a bigger dong and it didn't work out? I don't, maybe he had to sign some sort of like paperwork. Like if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Is he going to the public with this story? Why is this being even leaked or announced? Why, why, why is this being reported on? Well, because he's... I think it's because he's remortgaging his home for okay. a $50,000 penis job. Somebody got word of it? Uh, someone got word, a little little word spread. Mm-hmm. That he's paying $50,000 to get his micro-penis fixed. A little bird told me. Okay. So uh, he's very excited about this new surgery, and he's hoping this will help him meet the woman of his dreams after he no longer is back in a micro-penis. And finally, I have a little audio of this. Thank you so much to Aaron Duran for made me aware of this. Yes, it is 2014. And of course, we all, we've actually already talked about them today. It's another, I'm bringing them up again. Greg, you know that there's going to be a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, right? I do, and I know there's a lot of backlash over the, how they look because they have, like, no noses or something. Uh, I have seen the uh, the trailers. They don't look like the previous Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They don't. This is true. However, it is a different movie, and they do have the right to do it a different way. Well, Greg, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shell Shocked is coming out this year. And uh, let's see, it comes out August 8th. It's coming up pretty quick here. However, because it's coming out, the studio has already released the new singles. Of course, we all remember Vanilla Ice's Go Nin- the Ninja Rap. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Go, 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 yep. go. So now there's a new rap song. That's coming out, Greg. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shell Shocked featuring Juicy J. Wiz Khalifa and Ty Dollar Sign. <laughs> Please say the name of the first artist again. Juicy J. Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> anyway. Those are, those are two different people. There. There's no comma. It's, there's Juicy J. It says Juicy J. Wiz Khalifa. There's Wiz Khalifa. Oh, I pronounced it right, though? You did You did pronounce it yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Juicy J. Wiz Khalifa. Juicy J. Wiz Khalifa and Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, so this song is available for purchase on iTunes. So I just wanted to let you know uh, that this is... Uh, I need to let you know a little bit about the pop culture that's been happen- that's uh, been made today, the pop culture news. So this is Juicy J. Wiz Khalifa right here? Oh, so this one's called Shell Shocked. Okay. This is Juicy J. Wiz Khalifa. Oh shit. That's my fam. I'll hold them down forever. Us against the world, we can battle whoever. Together ain't no way we gon' fail. You know I got your back, just like a turtle shell. Nobody Yeah. 
All my brothers trying to get some cheddar. We all want our cut like the shredder. Me and my <gasps> He said some cheddar. He wants to get some cheddar. That's money, right? He wants to get some cheddar. He wants to cut like the shredder because shredder has the... Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Nice. You're talking about cheddar for cheese or something like that for the pizza. <gasps> Yes, that's digging deep right there in your lyrics. So good. Mm-hmm. All right. Come together for the dough, bought the orange Lamborghini, call it Michelangelo. With the nunchuck dough, and I'm pulling up slow. When we fall up in the party, they know anything goes. Shake my Rolex, they say I'm the man of the hour. All this green in my pockets, you can call it turtle power. Wait a minute, so he's talking about being rich? What does that have to do with... What's that have to do with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? He said all the green in my pocket, you can call it turtle power. Maybe he's talking about his green turtle skin. Yeah, but he keeps talking about getting all this... He's he's talking about money. No, you said cheddar was about he's cheese, about so he's talking about pizza. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, the orange Lamborghini matches Michelangelo's orange bandana. Right. The maybe Mutant they're Ninja rich. Tur- we don't know this. They're not thieves. No, they're not thieves, but maybe they're rich. All right. Let's, let's hear the hook. That's just not as catchy. Ain't nothing that could come in between me and my brothers. We all around if it's going down. It's just us. All for one. Yeah, you hear him right. Our business done. We disappear into the night. Came up together. This is terrible. This is pretty awful. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Family ain't nothing strong as that. And now be close to word So there you have it. Here's the thing. If you're going to write a song about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that's what it's about... Like, don't try to, like, mask it as something else. No, I, I'm so rich. But yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm so rich, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, just talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's enough stuff that you can rap about them. If that's your whole purpose, is to create a song about them. You've got enough material there. By the way, knock doesn't rhyme with shocked, either. There you have it. That's your world of crazy. That juicy J. Wiz Khalifa. Should I have gotten you the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt yes. instead? Yes. I think you should get a uh, juicy J. Wiz Khalifa shirt. There wasn't any. Since someone did the inappropriate punctuation because it said juicy J. Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> I, th- I also think that at some point on this show, we should bring in Alan from Chronicles of the Nerds and have a, a pronunciation contest between the two of you. Oh yeah, he has a hard time pronouncing. He has a hard too, time. He? Yeah, he's got a rough time with things too. I think. I think the two of you, we could have a battle with that. That could be a fantastic show. But I, does he? I, I, he has to be worse. He's worse than me because I'm not really that bad at it. Don't say it. Yeah, no, he's way worse than you. I'll take your side in it. I thought you were going to say Bogota. What's the capital of Colombia, sir? Shut up. I still don't know how to, because you guys all have fucked with me so much. I still don't know how to properly say it. Like, this is something that is uh, that is torture for me. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right, well, I feel like we've learned a lot today. Have we? Mm-hmm. Have we? Mm-hmm. It's called it's Shit on Sarah Day. Hey, I admitted I don't know anything about cars, okay? I admitted this to everyone. I don't know... I will be the one standing there, there with a blank stare. If you've ever in, in, tried to engage me in a car conversation, and I sit there and I'm like, uh huh, uh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, alternators. I know about those. You know, that's that's because I don't know what I'm talking about, and I don't know that your words sound completely foreign to me, and I have no idea what you're saying. You should have to wear the car shirt to helium tonight. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that because. <laughs> but uh, Sarah and I will be. At Helium Comedy Club tonight because we are two of the judges for the finals of Portland's Funniest Person. So it is going on tonight at Helium Comedy Club. If you guys are going to be there, please come out. Wear a Fun Employment Radio t-shirt if you get one. Yeah, and we were, um, I was actually talking to my friend about it who didn't really, who's not from around here. Who's like, what are, what's Portland's Funniest Person about? Mm-hmm. And basically this is the thing, because Helium's like the premier comedy club here. And so basically yeah. uh, whoever, like they whittle it down from like 100 people starting at the beginning yeah. all the way to 12. And then there are 12 of the best comedians in Portland basically competing for this top title. So it's like, it's yeah. I think solid. it's even more than 100. I mean, it's a lot of comedians yeah. that go through it. And they, yeah, they have to go through 
the opening round, then there's like quarterfinals, semifinals, mm-hmm. finals. So these are the the twelve people who have won throughout all those rounds are now in the finals. And yeah, and plus like this has been like the past three years. Shane Torres has won. Uh, Nathan Brandon, Ian Carmel, right. Uh, like it's it, like it gets it's legitimate it's legit and it's a it's a very big honor for these comedians here yeah, in town and, so and there's money on the line for them and then you know they get they get a lot of opportunities because of it so um, best of luck to everybody in it tonight and if you guys are going to be there this is this is a good chance to come down and see premier local comedians. There's a lot that didn't make the finals because it's, you know, it's really difficult to do it. Yeah. And depends that, on the night, depends you know, on your... Exactly. Like, what place you're in. Like, it doesn't... Like, this is just who is in the finals. Right. But, and I mean, doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of other people who didn't deserve to be, but... Sure. Yeah, but just... that's why it's so difficult here in Portland because there are so many damn funny comedians. So, um... So, yeah, come on down and uh, at Helium Comedy Club. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. You know, say hello to us. We'll be there. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, if you're we'll there and the when they announce us, because they announce the judges, and when they say, fun, you know, Greg and Sarah from Fun Employment Radio. Cheer. If you could cheer. Cheer really loud. That would make us like, Extra, the happiest person, people in the world. Extra loud. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be really cool. So um, that is going on tonight. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And um, also, want to remind everybody of our fantastic sponsor, Squarespace. Mm-hmm. Uh, squarespace.com, where you can go and get your website set up. And uh, we've got to... We got a new a new sponsor that's coming on tomorrow that used yeah. Squares, that used Squarespace for their business because it's great if you're setting up a new business or you got a little side business you want to set up because it um, automatically integrates into a, a commerce system so they have it all set up there you can just a commerce put, system that's a that's a fancy wording I like that right I was trying to brush over that because I, I think the technical term that they have is something that was else good but, I totally bought it but uh, you can um, you can easily set up an, an online store mm. <laughs> all through Squarespace.com. So go there, sign up for your free trial, and then on checkout, use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT, you get 10% off. Nice. So definitely do that, whatever it is, uh, whatever kind of business or whatever thing you have, go to squarespace.com and give that a shot. It's mm-hmm. very cool. Um, all right. I think we've I think we've done it. All right. Tomorrow on the show, Todd Armstrong. Todd Armstrong joining yeah. us tomorrow from Permanent Comedy right here on Fun Employment Radio. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys are awesome. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>